You're listening to the Small Cap Spotlight on PublicWire.com, your number one source for small cap market news. Now, here's your host, Dave Donlin. Hello and welcome. This is Dave Donlin, host of the Small Cap Spotlight podcast, heard exclusively on PublicWire.com, which is the number one source for small cap market news. Every week, the Small Cap Spotlight podcast provides valuable insight into today's financial markets and a unique perspective by featuring company CEOs, also authors, newsmakers, and many more. Today is our second part of our two-part interview with Paul Travers, president and CEO of Vuzix Corporation. But before we speak with Paul in part two, we want to tell you that publicwire.com contains stock alerts, ideas, and or featured stock reports and podcasts such as this one, which are intended to be educational in nature, not investment recommendations. Please do your own research before investing. Publicwire.com is not a registered broker, dealer, or financial advisor, nor do we hold ourselves out to be. All materials presented on our website and individual reports released to the public through this website, email, or any other means of transmission are not to be regarded as investment advice and are only for informative purposes. Before making a purchase or sale of any securities featured on our website or mentioned in our reports or podcasts such as this one, we strongly encourage and recommend consultation with a registered securities representative. This is not to be construed as a solicitation or recommendation to buy or sell securities. And we're back with part two today with Vuzix Corporation. Vuzix is a leading supplier of video eyewear and smart glasses products in the consumer, commercial, and entertainment markets. The company's products include personal display and wearable computing devices that offers users a portable, high-quality viewing experience, also provides solutions for mobility, wearable displays, and virtual and augmented reality. Vuzix, by the way, holds 39 patents and 10 additional patents pending and numerous IP licenses in the video eyewear field. If you want to take a look at the company, it is V-U-Z-I, which is the ticker symbol for Vuzix Corporation. Again, with us, part two of our interview with Paul Travers, president and CEO of the company. Now let's go to part two as we continue our conversation with Paul Travers. Paul, thanks so much for staying with us. Part two of our interview with Paul Travers. Paul, I guess let's let's get back into the conversation we're having. Uh, some great information you're dispensing about the company and the uh, the current wearable technology marketplace. Next question would be: uh, I read that the company upgraded uh, your manufacturing facility. Was this done in anticipation of more production demand? Yeah, David. I mean, just as a quick reminder, you know, we make these smart glasses. We introduced them. They really started shipping just at the end of 2013. And the initial shipments, you know, we shipped thousands of them so far, and they've gone into corporate enterprise kinds of opportunities. And, you know, these are with companies like SAP, by way of example, or Bosch, BMW. There's a, there's a list of companies, and they're employing them in applications that have great potential. And, so what Vuzix has been doing is we've been preparing as these companies start to launch their solutions, the demand we anticipate should be climbing nicely. Um, as the guys from Deloitte point out so eloquently, the enterprise space is going to be where these smart glasses and wearable technology takes off first. So we're preparing for that. We're seeing the demand into 2015. It looks like it's growing nicely for our kinds of devices and so, yes, we've we've opened up a facility with a partner in China that has upwards of 20,000 employees. They manufacture for U.S. companies all the time. They're a great firm, and we're, we're anticipating using these guys to help us as our volume ramps. Okay, so uh, volume potentially ramping up, production demand increasing. 
have the new manufacturing facility. We talked in part one about the commercial space that you're currently in, and you did talk uh, briefly about the consumer market. Give us more information, Paul, if you can, as far as the direction of the company. Obviously, where your focus is now, but the consumer market is going to play a bigger role down the road. Is that right? That's correct. In the consumer space, I mean, Vuzix has always had one foot in the water in the consumer side of our business. We see this as a great opportunity. And in fact, through the years, I mean, Vuzix's revenues were upwards of 10 to 13 million on an annual basis. And 50% of those revenues came out of the consumer space. We've gone through this transition where we've been going from older, low resolution devices to 2015, we will be shipping HD style devices. And you're familiar with products like the Bose noise canceling headphones or the Beats. Imagine a pair of those with a clip on visor that gave you an IMAX kind of experience. So you put the glasses, or excuse me, you put the headphones on. If you want to watch a movie, you click on the front visor and you just step inside this theater with a great big screen solution. What's cool about that is it works with the content that's in the world today. It works with 3D. And that product we will be um, showing in a much bigger way at CES and will be shipping, I believe, in the first half of next year. Um, but where it really starts to get exciting, and I, I honestly believe that there's a great opportunity for that kind of product. But where it really gets exciting is when people use these glasses every day walking down the street. And we've been working on these wave-guided optics technology. They're lenses literally as thin as reading glasses. They allow you to take the great big displays and move them into little tiny pinhole displays in the corners of the glasses, getting us through this, this Oakley gate, which I talked about that the U.S. government was looking for right at the beginning of our previous um, discussion. So you'll see in 2015... Even knock on wood at CES, Vuzix will have a pair of glasses that look much like conventional conventional fashion glasses that have these next generation displays in them. And in 2015, Vuzix will be moving into the consumer space with fashion glasses that are thin, smart at the same time, and these next generation immersive glasses for watching movies and playing games. So the consumer market is, is really right around the corner for you. Uh, talking about next year, 2015. It's correct. It's right around the corner. At the same time, the enterprise space continues to be an amazing opportunity for Vuzix. And in 2015, if, if all Vuzix did was deliver solutions for warehousing to help people pick parts out of warehouse with SAP, we'd have a great business going on. But, you know, enterprise will continue. It'll be in warehousing. It'll be in field service. It'll grow with our relationship with Lenovo. And at the same time, we'll be rolling out some of these next generation products in the consumer space. So 2015 should be a very exciting year for Vuzix. And it all starts with the CES show, as we know it, as the Consumer Electronics Show in, in Las Vegas. That's correct. And that's in the early January time frame. I think like 6, 7, 8, or 8, 9, 10, something like that. Obviously, the Consumer Electronics Show coming up in January. The company's going to have a presence there. And that's uh, the type of show, if people don't know about it, an electronics show where they're talking about a lot of the future technology uh, why don't you tell us, Paul, as far as what you think the, the future holds for the technology glasses you produce? Yeah, the Consumer Electronics Show is a great event for Vuzix. Um, and, and it's a setup where we usually show a lot of next generation technology, which we will be doing this year again at the Consumer Electronics Show. It should be very exciting. We've got next generation, um, the video headphone products that we have talked about a little bit previously, where you put the headphones on and you snap on this IMAX theater experience. And we'll have the beginnings of our smart glasses that literally look like fashion glasses. And, you know, the, the future for where this goes is amazing. When, you know, we're talking about you put the glasses on, you'll walk down the street, you'll have 
information appearing out in front of you. Things like where's the nearest ATM, the fidelity line that you see down in front of you shows up to help you get there. <clears throat> and CES is usually where we unveil that kind of technology. Um, we are delivering to the Navy research labs actually in this fourth quarter our next generation waveguide glasses. They are mounted in something that looks more like a pair of conventional goggles, but those waveguide and engines are going to be rolling right into our next generation sunglass products also. That's great, Paul. It's obviously, the company's publicly traded, trades under the ticker symbol VUZI. Uh, the, the, the growth of the company you're talking about, obviously, in this in this particular conversation, we're, we're speaking about the manufacturing facility being upgraded. Uh, from a standpoint of revenues, uh, the, the growth of the company as, as far as how you see it, I don't know if you want to talk about specifics, but even just an overview as far as growth goes. Uh, do you see growth happening? Is it, is it going on right now? You, you, you foresee it maybe over the next 12 months and, and continuing to grow? Uh, what's, what's your take on where the company stands right now from a revenue standpoint? Sure. You know, we went through this transition, um, you know, maybe three years ago and earlier, Vuzix was doing 10 to 13 million a year in annual revenues, and it was split between the consumer and the event space, probably 50-50. Um, what's happening, we've gone through this transition from the older generation consumer products, and now we're introduced these, cons- these enterprise-based smart glasses, which the uptake is, is just fantastic from many Fortune 500 companies and markets from from medical to to field service to guys on oil rigs. It's just amazing to me. And these companies are now starting to roll out their applications. SAP is an example of that. You know, we have a sales team, as we mentioned. We have offices around the world in the UK and Japan and the likes. But now we've also got, since SAP is starting to release their products and selling to the world, the SAP Salesforce selling their solution around our glasses which is effectively an entire sales team helping Vuzix. And the other case is Lenovo. All of China, they're like the number one player there. And their team will be selling our products there too. So as you might imagine, as those companies and Vuzix's own sales efforts grow, plus this pile of new value-added resellers we're bringing on board, it's starting to generate some significant uptake. And we can see this uptake as these applications roll out. And, you know, it does take time, unfortunately, more than I would like to see, but it is starting to happen in a nice way. And, and in this fourth quarter, now that we're past all the CQC stuff, et cetera, even Lenovo's team will be coming up on board. So 2015 is shaping up to be a pretty good year, knock on wood. That's great, Paul. We're talking, obviously, about video. I wear smart glasses. The uh, guest with us is Paul Travers. Paul is president and CEO of Vuzix Corporation. Vuzix.com is the, the corporate website where people can go for more information. Right, Paul? Yes, David. And we really, it was a pleasure being here, and we appreciate you taking the time to understand more about our story. Absolutely, Paul. Thanks so much for joining us. You bet. Once again, our thank you to Paul Travers, President and CEO of Vuzix Corporation. V-U-Z-I is the ticker symbol. That was part two of our two-part interview with Paul Travers. You've been listening to the Small Cap Spotlight podcast heard exclusively on publicwire.com, your number one source for small cap market news. Join us again for another edition of this podcast as we feature a unique perspective from a variety of upcoming guests, including companies, CEOs, authors, newsmakers, and many, many more. Thanks for joining us, and have a great day. You've been listening to the Small Cap Spotlight with host Dave Donlin on publicwire.com.